Hello? The sound is okay? All right. Good morning. Thank you for being here with us at University of Calgary. I would like to acknowledge that we stand today on the traditional territory, Treaty 7, First Nation, and the Metin Nation, Region 3. My name is Svetlana Anushkevich, and uh, I'm Associate Dean of Research at Schulich School of Engineering here at University of Calgary. I'm pleased to be joined this morning by Doug Schweitzer, Minister of Jobs, Economy and Innovation, and Laura Kilcris, CEO of Alberta Innovates. As Associate Dean of Research at the Schulich School of Engineering, I'm gratified when the province supports our research. I'm especially pleased today because the support we are here to announce is for clean energy, clean technology, which is so important for our sustainable future. Together, we are setting up Alberta's sustainable energy future while helping our economy grow and diversify. Investments like this one help us to attract, retain, and develop researchers who are focused on a cleaner tomorrow. In turn, they discover, innovate, and train their students for a strong and sustainable economy. So thank you, Minister, and Alberta Innovates for investment in our university, our scholars, and our students. And now, I would like to turn the podium over to Minister Schweitzer to share more about today's announcement. Thank you so much, and uh, thank you, everybody, for being here today for this exciting announcement that we're making. Clean energy and the future of energy is an area where Alberta has an immense amount of expertise and a track record of success. When you look at everything that's happened here, from carbon capture to unlocking the oil sands to being a leader in all forms of energy and ESG, Alberta has an amazing record. But it's one of those areas that we have to continue to invest in long term. And we look at all of the different opportunities that are emerging right now in the energy space, where there's a collision between the digital world and you know, artificial intelligence, machine learning, augmented intelligence, and the collision between that and the energy industry is immense. There's a huge amount of opportunities in this space, and we're seeing Alberta companies lead the way. We have numerous examples right here in our province of companies raising significant capital, hiring people in this exact area. And we want to make sure that these companies and the research and development early stage side have the ability to succeed in the province of Alberta. That's why we're excited today to announce $13 million funding 22 projects here in Alberta. We're going to leverage that funding uh, with other resources from the federal government and private sector for $47 million total in, for these projects. It might go a little bit up, but at least $47 million going into these projects. Uh, to date, these projects have created 200 jobs, and over the next five years, we believe they're going to cl create close to 2,000 jobs right here in Alberta. And I just want to talk a little bit about you know, the nature of these products. So obviously we have the ability to leverage our amazing post-secondary institutions, like we're in here today at the University of Calgary. And we have the opportunity for that collision of innovation, 
And I must say, the university today is a little bit different than when I went to university. You got people here doing bicycles or studying right above us right now. Uh, it's an amazing environment for that next generation. And, and what does that next generation want? They want to make sure that they're building a sustainable future for their country, they're building a sustainable future of energy, and we want to make sure that they have the tools available to them to succeed. So we're doing everything here from – the funding here is going to provide resources for focusing on reducing utility costs, and we must say affordability is a big issue of the day – as we move forward and companies continue to press for net zero commitments, affordability is becoming more and more of an important issue. And some of the funding here today is going to be working on reducing utility costs. On top of that, we have augmented intelligence to work the lower CO2 emissions, as well as looking at further uses for bitumen. So right now, there's an immense amount of work being done at Alberta Innovates around bitumen beyond combustion. But the, one of the funding projects that we're doing here today is for asphalt, Use it, utilizing bitumen for asphalt, finding further applications for that long-term here in Alberta. And again, I just must say to Laura Kilcrease and the team at Alberta Innovates, a big thank you to you and the efforts that you've done. This is the research and development arm of the province of Alberta, and they are doing amazing work in this space here, clean hydrogen, everything else that goes with it. So thank you to you and the team. And with that, I'll turn it over to Laura Kilcrease to give us more details about the projects that we're working on here today. Well, thank you, Minister. Um, and thank you, President McCauley, Dr. Yanovich. Uh, Professor Roberts and Professor Chen, Professor Chen being a chair from uh, Alberta Innovates and, uh, the, um, and also an ICOR chair here at the University of Calgary. Thank you all for hosting us today. You know, I'm pleased to join you in announcing the newest projects under our clean technology and digital innovation in clean energy program. And I want to emphasize something. Digital and clean go together. And it's this nexus that brings us new industry opportunities, new products, new research, and it's so important because we are going to lead in this nexus in the world in, in what has been a traditional industry going into the new industry of the future. Alberta Innovates is excited to be advancing these projects to help strengthen our resource industry and to build that into an even more cleaner sector than it is today. We can use clean technology and digital technologies to build on our natural strengths and use these innovations to grow the economy and create new opportunities for the province. So this is why Alberta Innovates engages with innovators and entrepreneurs and industry and university partners so that we can get these sectors together like we're celebrating today. The breadth and scope of these projects is actually quite amazing. You know, um, if we think about the researchers, uh, Dr. McCauley, uh, the, the entrepreneurs, uh, the innovators, they're going to be using what we what's funded today to optimize operations in the field, to improve environmental performance by reducing water and energy consumption and reducing CO2 and methane emissions, improving operational safety, reducing risk for the worker, improving battery design and storage capacity, and don't we need more of that today, and even creating new product streams that, as the minister said, are as varied from asphaltines to a new piece of software. You know, they're doing this by dry, diving into the data behind the problem and applying tools like artificial intelligence, machine learning, analytics, digital twinning, and other 
areas of technology to find new solutions. You know, technology is increasing and enabling us to see beyond the obvious and to find opportunities and solutions that were previously hidden to us. AI or artificial intelligence is an essential tool that allows us to transform that data and provide information that people can actually make better decisions on. It provides us with new ways of solving very complex problems and, and giving us these creative solutions that we can often turn into new products and sometimes new companies. So looking at where Alberta is today, with massive amounts of data, complex data, the repositories we have, the ability of being a global leader in the artificial intelligence space, and bringing our machine learning into play, things that we have funded for two decades now, it's not surprising that we're now in a great position to come out uh, with the projects and applying the tools that we have today. So these, these new projects will include not just their application, they include emerging technologies like intelligent sensors, advanced analytics, robotics, virtual and augmented reality. And as much as I don't like the Zoom meetings we've had to put up with in the last two years, one day I would like you to see me here in, a, in an augmented 3D version. Um, because if I can do that, I can change a few aspects of how I would present myself. I can flip it that way. Um, but virtual and augmented reality, digital twinning, cloud computing, and autonomous devices. They're helping the industry to accelerate the use of digital techniques and technologies. And every time we do that, it gives us further opportunity to create GDP. We've progressed a long way from Leduc number one, but that's a good thing. Progress means moving forward and the clean technologies we're focused on at Alberta Innovates are needed not only for sustainable development, but for that economic aspect. And everything we do, we look at that economic aspect. Innovation is key to growing our economy, expanding our markets, and creating new and better opportunities for Albertans. When we combine the people, the talent, the technology, some capital and know-how. It's amazing what we can do here together. And we're so incredibly pleased uh, that the minister has given us the resources to do this. Minister, thank you. Ed, uh, that we're spending a lot of them with you here at the University of Calgary, but also with the companies your researchers are working with um, so that we can achieve our goal. So now I'd like to turn it over to President Ed McCauley to the podium to say a few words. Thank you. Thank you, Laura. <laughs> I'm very thankful for the government's confidence in the University of Calgary. I think, as most people know, we have supported the Alberta's energy sector for many, many years. Our scholars have played a long-standing role in supporting Calgary's economy and helping Calgary become Canada's energy capital. As the energy we use transition, we are committed to supporting that transition. We're active in carbon sequestration, lowering the carbon intensity of oil, and thanks to Alberta Innovates and the Government of Alberta, exciting work in clean technology to reduce emissions further still. Scholars like Dr. Ted Roberts and Dr. John Chen, leaders in the field, with exciting research into extending battery life as well as energy recovery. These solutions 
will help our energy industry become even more sustainable, create more jobs, and contributing, contribute to delivering on Alberta's commitment to responsible energy generation, lowering emissions, and diversifying our economy. And as the Minister said, we will contribute to a low-carbon economy that improves our environment and attracts new investment. This is what great research universities have always done because the purpose of research is to improve the world around us with new ideas, new solutions, and new technologies. But clean tech solutions like improved energy storage don't just happen. They are a product of research and collaboration and investment. So thank you, Minister, and Alberta Invates, Laura, for partnering with us. In turn, we look forward to partnering with Alberta's energy sector to make it more sustainable, to help it diversify and grow, contributing to Alberta's prosperity and that of this city we are so proud to call our home. And now, it gives me great pleasure to pass the mic over to Dr. Ted Roberts. Thanks, Ed. Uh, good morning. It's a great pleasure for me to be able to tell you a little bit about our Alberta Innovates-funded project on redox flow batteries. Redox flow batteries are a special kind of battery um, that are being developed to store electricity at large scale on electricity grids to enable integration of intermittent renewable power. So when the wind's blowing or the sun's shining, we can charge up our redox flow battery and store the excess energy from wind turbines and solar panels. Then when the hockey game finishes and all the fans go down and turn on their electric kettle and make a cup of tea, we can discharge the battery and use the energy to power the spike in demand. At least that's the British-Canadian explanation. With the growing use of renewable energy, there's an increasing global demand for this kind of energy storage. Within the last few years, we in my group have been working on some of the materials used in the redox flow battery to try to improve the lifetime of the battery. One of the concepts we were working on uh, uses graphene, a nanomaterial that comprises uh, a single atomic layer of, of carbon, um, which is a new uh, kind of wonder material of the 21st century, um, <coughs> and uh, which has exceptional properties. So, so we had developed um, an innovative process for making graphene uh, by a clean and cheap process. Actually, that was through another project funded by, by Alberta Innovates. And we were looking to uh, find ways to use that graphene in the redox flow battery. And we discovered that by modifying one of the components in the battery, we could uh, not only increase its lifetime, but increase the power density by about 50%. This means that we can make the battery smaller and cheaper. <clears throat> so through this project, at this Alberta Innovates funded project, we're working to optimize the technology, to scale it up, and to test it in commercial batteries. So we're very grateful for the Alberta government's funding, which is enabling us to accelerate the commercialization of this technology. And it's very exciting for me personally to get involved in the transition of our research from the lab bench to industrial use. So uh, with that, I'd like to invite uh, my colleague, Professor John Chen, to tell you a little bit about his work.
Thanks, Dad. Uh, dear Minister, dear CEO Laura, and Ed, good to see you. And a moment ago, uh, Laura mentioned she just flew from Texas. I flew from Texas 15 years ago, and I'm still here. So you see, this is a really good place uh, to stay, to study, to do research. And Laura also mentioned uh, I have an ICO chair. That's the very beginning. And then I had the Alberta University chair. I'm really thankful and grateful for our world research in the past 15 years, 15 years. And I'm honored to say a few words about the new research to be supported by our world innovates, digital innovation in clean technology, in clean energy, uh, the so-called DICE 2.0. And our project is developed Digital technologies, as the minister and Laura mentioned, big data, artificial intelligence, and visual analytics. That's what uh, uh, Laura mentioned, virtual reality, augmented reality. Actually, we can make it a reality today, even today. Not, just, not even someday we can make it a reality today. And sometimes reduce carbon emissions. And uh, this technology the big data, artificial intelligence, or the visual intelligence will be applied to hydrocarbon, geothermal, hydrogen, energy production. They will be also used in CCUS, that's a big thing, carbon capture, utilization, and sequestration. Again, all this technology have been used in the industry and will lead to more opportunities in jobs, in social and economic benefits. Thanks again for the support from the university, from the uh, Alberta government, and in particular, Alberta Innovates. That brings us to the media question and answer portion of our event today. Uh, we are happy to, for media, if you have one question and one follow-up. I will note that both President McCauley and Professor uh, Roberts do need to leave at 11, so if there are questions specific to them, it would be great to have those first. We will start on the floor here, um, and there's a microphone just uh, to the left of the cameras. If anybody has a question here before we go to the phones. No questions on the floor, and I'm told we have none in the queue on the phone either. I'll give it just a couple more seconds in case anybody has something that comes up in a moment. All right, thank you everyone for joining us today. Have a great afternoon. Oh, sorry, I, sorry, I should have been clear. Yeah. Uh, any questions for anybody? Yeah, we'll, we'll open that up. Uh, so we'll go back to the floor here uh, for questions to anybody, and I understand we have some for the minister. So go ahead, please identify uh, who you're with and your outlet. Yeah, we're continuing to monitor that right now. We've had uh, immense challenges through the pandemic, uh, as well as with some natural, you know, natural events that were happening in the West Coast uh, that have impacted supply chains uh, across North America, and all, as well as here in Western Canada. 
Uh, obviously, we want to make sure we have stability uh, going forward in our supply chains. We're monitoring it closely. The Premier and our Minister of Transportation are monitoring that uh, on a day-by-day basis, uh, engaging with the, with the company uh, on that project. On that front there, I mean, again, I'll defer to the Premier and the Minister of Transportation who are our main points uh, of contact on that. Obviously, from a jobs perspective, uh, making sure that we have continued uh, rail access, smooth ability to supply, uh, you know, industry has access to those rails is important long term. So we're continuing to monitor it, but I'll defer to my colleagues on that point. Did that. On that front there, again, I, I don't want to step on the toes of my colleagues on that front there. Obviously, from a jobs perspective, we are monitoring this on a regular basis, just like we did with the natural disaster that happened in, in British Columbia. It would be a, a big impact on the Alberta economy if there was a rail strike. Uh, so we're going to continue to monitor that situation uh, in real time and be there for industry as we go forward. All right. Next, uh, any other questions on the floor here for the minister or, again, anybody from the University of Alberta Innovates? No? All right, so now I'll wish you all a good afternoon. Thanks for coming. Perfect.